life, it's real. But for better or worse, we're just all out here real life in it the best way we know how. That's right, everyone. We are certainly out here just real lifing it the best way that we know how. Happy Tuesday, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Real Lifing It with Tashina. This is a place where we share real life experiences from business to personal, relationships, faith, and everything in between. If you aren't familiar with me, I am Tashina Mack, an author, motivational speaker, and serial entrepreneur. In today's episode, guys, I really want to dive a little deep today and really get into a conversation about how we can break free from pain as well as our past so that we can truly live our best life. Now, I don't know if you guys really know, but every day, millions of people are experiencing life-altering trauma. About two years ago, I would say, there was a report that came out that said about 70% of Americans will experience a traumatic event at one point or another in their life. And that people who have experienced a traumatic event are 15 times more likely to attempt suicide, four times more likely to become an alcoholic or do drugs, or three times more likely to experience depression. But guys, 70%, that's a huge number, and that was a couple of years ago. So I believe that that number is probably even greater than 70%. But why are people attempting suicide or becoming addicted to drugs and alcohol and food and suffering from depression? Well, because they're in pain. They're hurting, right? There are some things that can happen in life that life can throw at you that will make you want to throw in the towel and leave you confused and hurt and cause you to have low self-esteem. But I believe that the biggest addiction out there is not drugs, it's not pills, it's not alcohol and money and sex and food or whatever we use to self-medicate. I honestly believe that the biggest thing that we are addicted to is the rehearsing of our past. And here's why. When we go through something, we go back to it. We relive it over and over again. We can't seem to truly move past it. We think about it often and not in like a healthy or liberating way, but in a way that keeps us held hostage to our past. And before you know it, our past is dictating just about every aspect, if not every aspect or move that we make. It makes us create habits and those habits start to become the drums that we move or march to. Some of us have unconsciously allowed our past to determine how we develop and cultivate relationships or the lack thereof. Not just with other people, but even within ourselves. We have somehow convinced ourselves that we aren't worthy 
that we are undeserving of good things, of love, of happiness, or even the right to be whole. Some of us won't go after that dream or that thing that we really want and desire. We don't choose healthy relationships and if by chance we manage just to get one good healthy relationship, we reject it before they reject us. Because we have determined in our mind that somehow because of what we've gone through or what someone said to us or about us or did to us, that that now somehow makes us unworthy. So then we begin to unconsciously self-sabotage our lives. You know, I'll never forget at one point in my life, I was in a relationship with this guy and this man was all about me. I mean, he really was. He was a really, really good guy. He treated me like a queen and for the first time in my life, I feel like a man who I was in a relationship really saw me. You know, I knew I was safe and that I could share everything about who I was and could tell him my deepest stuff and he wasn't going to judge me and he wasn't going to misuse that information and um, I felt safe. For the very first time, I felt like I could truly be who God created me to be and I wasn't ashamed of that. I wasn't trying to be only half of Tashina to line up with this particular guy or the other half of Tashina because it didn't line up with this this other relationship. No, I was able to be 100% authentically me and it felt great to finally have that. But on the flip side of that, when I really truly realized that this man wasn't messing up, you know, that he was a good man and everything that a real woman should want, I started asking myself, like, you know, what did he really want with me? (laughs) You know, I started feeling intimidated and like I wasn't good enough. And so I started rehearsing my past in my mind because You know, my mom used to tell me that she hated me and that she wished I wasn't her daughter, that she wished that I would die. And my mom was very, very abusive, you know, during my childhood. My dad, he was nowhere to be found. He wasn't around. He had abandoned me and my brother. And I never heard or saw my dad again after I think about the age of seven. So there was no man around to show me that I was worthy and that I was special. So when one did come, I was like, if my own parents didn't want me, why would anyone else want me? I felt as though like I had no value, but I did have value. It took me almost 25 years to figure that out though. You know, all too often, We stand in our own way, and I've definitely been a person that has stood in my own way. But guys, we have to get to a place where we're no longer self-sabotaging, where we're no longer standing in our own way. I truly believe that all things start with the mind, those thoughts that we think about ourselves. You know, those things that we tell ourselves that we believe when nobody's watching and nobody's listening and nobody's around. 
what do you really truly believe about yourself so today I ask you what have you convinced yourself that you are not worthy of really think about that what have you convinced yourself that you aren't worthy of and guys our past doesn't just affect you know just our self-esteem and how we view ourselves but it can also affect what we choose to go after in life sometimes our past keeps us from starting businesses for example that we're actually very very passionate about but we won't start it because of whatever we believe and have convinced ourselves of so what's holding you back it's not that you don't necessarily have the tools or the skill set or even the knowledge to start for example that business right but a lot of times we have convinced ourselves that we don't deserve it for whatever reason so we make excuses to justify why we haven't done something like we'll make an excuse like oh well I don't have the time or I don't have enough money or maybe I'm not smart enough etc whatever you tell yourself but today guys you can break free from that limited mindset those negative thoughts those things that are limiting your potential for greatness most of us honestly think that living our best life means gaining financial freedom driving the hottest car and wearing $1,200 shoes, but that's not living your best life. Now, don't get me wrong. Those things are nice, but you can have all of those things and still have no peace. Hear me clearly. You can have the biggest and the baddest house on the block, but that big bad house doesn't come with any peace attached to it. Trust me, I know. I was that girl. I had money coming in like it grew on trees. I had cars that were paid for, cash money, no car note. I was buying three and four thousand dollar handbags, thousand dollar shoes. Sometimes they were three thousand dollars. I could buy whatever I want, when I want it, how I want it. My business was very successful. And money had become like no object to me at one point in my life. But with all of those things, I had no peace. And in every sense of the word, guys, I really should have felt like I was successful. I shouldn't have had a care in the world. But those things only brought with them temporary happiness. And so when those things stopped bringing me happiness, I turned to something else. I turned to alcohol at one point in my life just to cope. At one point it got so bad that it was alcohol to get up in the morning. It was alcohol at lunch just to get through the day. It was alcohol with dinner. And it was alcohol just to go to sleep at night. I felt like during that time in my life that I just needed something to help hold me together. I, my emotions were all over the map and I wasn't coping and so I was like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do drugs it was just something that I didn't want to do and I'm not gonna go to the doctor to tell them that I'm depressed so that they could put me on antidepressants I'm not gonna do that so at that time 
in my mind, I was like, I'm just going to have a glass of wine. But then having a glass of wine snowballed into me having to drink several times throughout the day just to get through the day. And I'll never forget one Saturday night. It had gotten so bad, guys, that I actually almost died. I honestly believed that I was supposed to die. But God once again had spared my life. And it was in that moment that I kind of came to myself long enough to make an intelligent decision because I was determined that I didn't want to be on antidepressants. And guys, let me interject really quickly here and say that if by chance you are a person that needs antidepressants or you are on prescription medication that was prescribed by you know, your doctor to help you with any type of depression or anything that you're going through, do what you have to do. The reason why I did not personally want to have to have that be my story was because my mom suffered from mental illness and I had my own hiccups about it. I did not, especially back then, ever want to be like my mom. And so sometimes, especially in the African-American community, we make mental illness a negative thing. We make it something that's shameful. And I was ashamed that my mom suffered from mental illness. So I, within myself, did not want that to be part of my story. Didn't mean that I wasn't going through any issues. And it doesn't mean that I'm putting anybody down for wanting or needing to have that in life so that you can be your best self. But I'm saying for me at that time, because I had my own issues within the thoughts of that. And that's also why I had never done drugs, because I saw how fragile the mind was and I didn't want to put myself at risk possibly and cause something to happen within my own brain. That's how I was thinking. I'm not, I'm not a doctor, I'm not saying that's right or wrong or indifferent, but that's how I personally felt. And so that's why I didn't want to be on the antidepressants. That's why I didn't ever do drugs or anything like that. And plus, just a quick little thing. Guys, y'all remember that commercial about the uh, egg and the skillet? I saw that commercial as a kid and it kept me also from doing drugs. <laughs> that's why I associated mental illness or whatever with drugs because of that commercial like I said I'm not a doctor I'm not saying it's right wrong or indifferent but I just wanted to kind of give you guys a background story because I don't want anybody to think that if you had to do that or even if you use drugs to be able to cope with your issues I'm not advocating for that but I'm not here to judge you on that but I digress so I decided that I was going to put my big girl panties on and face my pain. I was going to work to heal my scars and those broken places within myself. And I knew that it had to start with my mind and the way that I thought about things in life. It's sometimes in life, guys, it's so hard to deal with things that happen to us. You know, as I've discussed many times on the show, I've been through so much it was hard to overcome being sexually assaulted as a kid. It was hard to understand 
why my mom had such hatred for me as her child. It was hard for me to understand why my dad wasn't around. It was hard for me to understand why when I finally got into a relationship, this man wanted to put his hands on me and fight me and beat me. It was hard for me to understand why I lost my daughter. All of these things, I mean, I'm just giving you a brief synopsis of the things that I've had to endure in my life. Sometimes life just throws so much at you and you feel like you don't know how to cope. And guys, I'm so grateful because it was nothing but the grace of God. And I'm not naive to that. That God kept me through all of the things that I've gone through. Not just one thing, not just some things, but all of the things that I have gone through. Even when I didn't understand it, even when I didn't really know him like that, even when the pain seemed like it was never going to end, when I felt as though I could not go on, that I wasn't going to survive what I was going through, God somehow kept me and carried me through each and every situation. But I'm so grateful that God gave me a mind to know that a lot of the things that I was going through was because my mindset was not in the right place. And a lot of us need a new mindset. Guys, if you truly want to change your life, you must change your mind. You gotta change the way that you think. You got to change the way that you look at stuff, your perspective. You got to look at the glass as half full instead of half empty. Because at the end of the day, you're going to attract not just what you speak into existence, but what you think. And if you can learn to gain control over your mind, you can find real freedom and true peace. That's my story. That's my testimony. Even when things are so chaotic in my life and guys, things are not always great. I know Instagram will make you feel like life is so wonderful and people don't have no problems and they ain't never going through anything. That's a lie. That's a complete lie. Right now at this very moment, I'm dealing with a whole lot of stuff. Just about three weeks ago, I found out that not only is my mom in the hospital and sick, but she has stage four cancer. In a little while, the anniversary of my daughter's passing is coming up. And I still have a business I gotta run. I still have a conference that's coming up that I gotta plan. And I have conferences that I'm speaking at as well. Amongst all of the other stuff, that's just that's just a small percentage of the things that I'm going through in my life. But I have learned how to push through and push past what I'm thinking and all of the anxiety that can come up when you're going through so much stuff and so much crap in your life. Honestly, I've often wondered, what is it about me that has made me so determined in my life? What is it about me? Because I don't feel like there's nothing that's, you know, so special about me because I know somebody can go through half of the stuff that I went through and they would they're not even here to tell the story. They've lost their minds over half of what I've survived. So I'm like, what is it about me? But truthfully, 
I've just made up my mind that I can't give up. I tell myself when I'm going through a situation, even if I'm having to tell myself through tears, that whatever I'm going through is not going to kill me. That if God allow it to happen, that I'm more than equipped based on what God gives me to be able to handle this situation. Oh my God, it hurts. It hurts. <laughs> it hurts real bad. And sometimes it feels like, oh, I can't survive it. But then I say, no, Tashina, it's not going to kill you. Because I refuse to throw in the towel. Honestly, guys, I have sacrificed way too much. I've lost too much. I've worked too hard and cried and survived and overcame every single thing that was meant to destroy me. I've come way too far not to see myself win. And that is what gives me that push to keep going. Knowing that God is not going to fail me. Knowing that I got to see myself win. I'm going to see myself win. So if I have to face this pain, I'm going to have to do what I got to do. You know, if that means that I can only hang out with people who fit my destiny and not my history, then I got to let some people go. Because I recognize not only my value now, but the value of the assignment that's on my life. Guys, I'm in a place and in a space now where I've done so much work and had to overcome so much pain and disappointments and setbacks and failures that I'm so protective of my world that anything that looks like it's about to come and bring chaos to my life, I have to step back from it because I can't allow anything to derail me from where I'm trying to go. And a lot of times people not going to understand it. They're going to feel like you acting funny. They're going to think that you don't care. And you may care because I do care. But I love myself more when I recognize that somebody is not conducive to my well-being. I have to protect that because I have value now. And now that I recognize that I have value, it's like someone having a Rolls Royce. You don't let anybody drive your Rolls Royce. When you want to even test drive a Rolls Royce, you have to qualify for it. Come on now. And so when people don't qualify for it, I'm not mad at you for not qualifying for it. But don't be mad at me because I can't let you ride in my Rolls Royce. So guys, you got to look at your life and you got to look at yourself in that way. You don't let anything come in and drive you. You don't let anything come in and steal your joy and steal your peace. I work too hard for my peace. My peace costs me too much. And no, I don't want to walk this life alone, but I will if that means that I'll keep my peace. Peace is something you can't buy. Healing. You know how what it costs me to heal? What, it, what sacrifices I had to make? How many days I had to cry? How many, forget days, scratch that, how many years 
how many decades of pain that I had to live with and to finally no longer be in that place or that space. Guys, I'm sorry. I love you, but I love me more. So I encourage you guys to change your mindset, change your perspective, change the way you look at things. And when you do that, guys, it will completely change your whole entire life. So I'm going to give you four things that I've done in my life to be able to get to this space and to be able to really change my mind. The first thing is that you have to be willing to acknowledge the hurt. But then you have to be committed to not only acknowledging the hurt, but forgiving the hurt. And recognizing that you are not your past or the pain that it brought. And know that eventually you will forget the pain once you see the payoff. But you got to do the work. You have to do the work. You have to go through it. And maybe that means that you need to have a conversation because I had to have a conversation with my parents. Guys, the pain for my parents is one of my greatest hurts. It is one of the deepest scars that I have had in my life. And I had to have a conversation, an honest conversation. And now that I've had a conversation, I'm in a better place because I finally got to speak my truth. Sometimes all we need is to speak our truth. Sometimes you're not going to get, I'm sorry. Hate to be the bearer of bad news. It would be nice if people who have caused us pain would say, I'm sorry and really mean it. Because I'm not just a person of words. Like, I don't want to hear you just tell me I'm sorry because I'm a, um, I'm a more of an action person. So I want to hear, yes, I'm sorry, but I also want to see some action behind the fact that you're sorry. Your actions should, in my opinion, display that you are truly apologetic for the pain that you caused. But guys, regardless if you get either or, you got to let it go because it's holding you hostage. It's holding you hostage and you can't truly enjoy your future or even your present if you keep holding on to it. So you gotta forgive and you gotta be committed to letting it go. Maybe you gotta write a letter, write a letter to the people who have hurt you and then burn it, mail it off, do whatever you need to do to walk away healed from what has happened to you. Number two, you must learn to recognize those negative and damaging thoughts and stop allowing them to influence your life. Guys, your thoughts will have you running away with them. I am not lying. Your thoughts will have you here, there, and everywhere all at the same time. And while I value because I am a very analytical individual, the power of your mind and your thoughts, you have to be careful what you think. Oftentimes when I recognize that I'm not thinking in a good way, that I'm thinking in a negative way, I'll rebuke that thought. And I'll, and then I'll go and I'll speak the word of God. So a lot of times when I'm having a negative thought, there's a latter part of um, a scripture in 2 Corinthians 10 and 5. 
and I just recite it to myself and I basically say I take captive every thought that is not like God and make it give up and obey Christ guys I know it sounds possibly crazy and it doesn't seem like something so simplistic would make your thought process completely change but for me it works and I'm just giving you what I know works for me <laughs> so do whatever you got to do but to piggyback off of reciting a scripture you got to arm yourself with the word of God in prayer nothing compares to my relationship with God his word and prayer nothing else you gotta get in your word we take for granted the word of God we don't really truly recognize what we have in our hands by having the word of God the word of God truly equips you in a way that is so life-altering I have lived it live and in living color witnessed the word of God truly at work in my life and what happens when I speak that word and I trust that God's word is going to come forth so I encourage you to arm yourself with the word of God in prayer start developing a relationship with God because that is what truly is also going to change your life and guys when I tell you it has been things in my life that I will take to God. I will tell my father about what is happening. And when I tell you God works those things out, even if it's not immediately, right? Because God is so honestly, he is so mindful of everything that we go through. And he wants us to be free and healed and whole. Even when it came to my parents, and this was recently that I talked to God about my parents and I told God about my parents and the hurt that was there. And and I'm not going to lie, there is some hurt that's still there, especially now, not with my mom. Thank God for Jesus. <laughs> you don't even know. Thank God for the Lord above, but more so with my father and that I'm still trying to navigate through. But when I tell you I told God about my parents and if God didn't like do what he does best and completely turn that situation and you know even though I'm still having to do the work and I'm still not 100% there fully with the healing more so not because of the past more so because of the present and things that I feel like are not being done but I can I can work with that you know that's not gonna hold me down I'm not gonna let it hold me down but I'm so glad that I know that I can go to God and tell God tell my father cuz I call God my father I can go and I can tell God my problems tell him what I'm going through tell him my hurt tell him my pain and God is so willing to not only just hear my prayer, but answer it. Now, even when I, like I said earlier, I had a conversation with God about my parents. Now, he went a different route than what I was expecting him to. <laughs> but regardless, if I don't know nothing else, God is concerned about me. And he's not just concerned about me, guys, but he's concerned about you, too. And number four is, and this is last but not least, 
guys, be patient with yourself. This changing your mindset is not going to happen overnight. You have to train your mind to think a new way and to form a new habit. But before you know it, you will be thinking in a more positive way and living a more fulfilled life. And guys, I, I, this is not, I, I just thought about this, so I'm going to add this to the latter part of this four step process. But I also will tell you to be careful about the people that you have around you because in this process of forming a new habit and forming a new way of thinking, a more positive way of thinking, if you're still hanging around negativity, if, if people are sowing negative thoughts and energy into your life, it's kind of difficult to start to formulate that. You have to be really strong and really committed to rebuking whatever they say and really not allowing that to pour into your cup. So be very, very mindful because I know sometimes we're in situations where we can't get away from those negative people right then and there because sometimes we live with those negative people. Let's just be honest. But try to limit yourself and feel yourself and arm yourself again with the word of God and prayer and with positive thoughts. You know, I've discussed this many times on the show before that I am a huge believer in affirmations. So Particularly for this episode, guys, I have created a affirmation sheet specifically for you guys who want it. And it's just a great way to kind of help you get the ball started with speaking and thinking in more of a positive way. I am giving it away to you guys for free. It's absolutely free. You can download it on my website. It's going to be available at www.tashinamac.com forward slash affirmations dot html so once again that's tashinamac.com forward slash affirmations dot html I will also have it somewhere hovering on the home page of my website as well just in case but guys, download the affirmations. Like I said, it's completely free. It's a great way to go ahead and get the ball started on thinking in more of a positive way. I want you guys to be your best. I truly, truly mean that from the bottom of my heart. That's what this is all about. I want you guys to know that you are not alone in this journey of real life and it, that you can have your best life. You can live your life on purpose. You can live your life in a positive way. You can live your life getting the best things out of life and not all this negative stuff. And guys, I want to leave you with this, that the way you started does not determine the way you shall end. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Real Lifing It. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and, of course, that you heard something today that's going to inspire and encourage you and cause you to level up in your own life, okay? Be sure to tune in every Tuesday as we Real Life It together. Don't forget to subscribe. Guys, rate this show. Right now, we are going strong with five stars. Comment, leave your feedback. I am watching, reading, and listening. You can DM me on Instagram and stay connected with me on there at officially Tashina Mac. 
Again, you can also visit my website, download those affirmations, but visit my website, TashinaMack.com to learn all things about your girl. And it has been real, guys. Here is to us. I really not just saying this just to say it, but I want us to do better. I want us to think better and I want us to be better. All right. I love y'all and I'll see you next Tuesday. It's real. But for better or worse, we're just all out here real life in it the best way we know how. <laughs>